No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. Hello and welcome to New Right Network's Right Now podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Slaughter, and with me today is Armin Tululi. Armin is a student at the University of Washington and is the president of the University of Washington College Republicans. He's here today to tell us um, a little bit about what's been going on lately on campus. They've uh, had some things being stirred up. Uh, you can follow the University of Washington College Republicans on Twitter at UW underscore CR. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Armin. Excited to have you. Uh, before we dive into the drama on campus, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Oh, hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, my name is, like you said, Armin Tlui. I'm the president of our College Republicans chapter here at the University of Washington. I'm a senior studying applied math with a focus on uh, computational finance. Wow, that's um, awesome. As someone who struggled through math in high school and in college, uh, props to you. <laughs> um, all right, so tell us uh, just what has been going on with your College Republicans chapter? All right, well, it's a, it's a bit of a wild story. So uh, just, uh, just this past week, uh, we were notified by the university that they were going to be dissolving us as a club and basically taking away all the resources that uh, come along with it. Uh, and their reasoning was they'd actually received a letter from the College Republicans National Committee, CRNC, uh, demanding that they shut us down because they said we are an illegitimate chapter of the College Republicans. And uh, for that reason, we we're using their name without their permission, and they wanted us shut down. Um, however, we, uh, we obviously disputed that claim. Uh, we think we're absolutely legitimate College Republicans here at the University of Washington. Uh, they, they said that they took away our charter a year and a half ago, all the way back uh, April of last year, 2018. But uh, we never heard anything about that. They, uh, they never sent us any sort of formal letter saying, hey, this is what you guys have done wrong and we need to, and you need to stop doing it or we're going to shut you down. We were never given a chance to defend ourselves. The, I mean, there, was any, there wasn't anything for us to defend ourselves over because they never even told us what we did wrong. They just said, hey, you guys, you, we shut you guys down over a year ago. And we basically said, well, what gives? They didn't. We, 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 never heard anything about, we never heard anything about that. So, uh, I mean, basically what's going on, though, is it's the CRNC, the national organization, and uh, our own state federation. It's called the Washington College Republican Federation, WCRF for short. Uh, they're, they're going after us because, well, we, uh, we create a lot of controversy. I mean, if you, just, uh, if you hop on the internet, just uh, Google us or something, you, you'll find uh, no, no shortage of stories about everything we've been doing over these past few years. Uh, we're, I think, one of the most effective college Republican chapters here in the country. Uh, we've had a lot of big, uh, big things going on. Uh, like a little over a year ago, we won a free speech case here with the university. They're attempting to charge us exorbitant security fees for holding events on campus uh, in the range of like $50,000 to hold a free speech rally. Uh, and just in the, the middle of campus, totally public, anyone could come. And uh, they said, no, that's too dangerous. That's unsafe. We need you to pay $50,000. So uh, we ended up taking them to court, fighting, and uh, they eventually 
came to their senses. They, uh, they settled, they uh, paid our lawyer fee, which was over six figures. And uh, they changed the uh, security policy. So now they are no longer allowed to charge anyone, not just us, for uh, security for events on campus. So it was a, it was a big win for free speech. Uh, and then more recently, last year, we had, or I guess in the spring of this year, so last school year, uh, we did a affirmative action bake sale on campus, which um, a lot of people I'm sure are pretty familiar with, because uh, we have an affirmative action initiative here on the ballot in uh, Washington. Actually, the election's coming up uh, tomorrow on Tuesday to decide if we're going to allow affirmative action in the state. And uh, the main premise of our bake sale was essentially like, hey, we're going to create an analogy here where uh, we'll charge people a different price based on like their race and their gender for uh, a cookie. And I mean, that's obviously discrimination and everyone can see that that's totally wrong. But uh, then they don't, they don't get that, the, that that's exactly what affirmative action does, is it creates different standards for people based on uh, their race. Oh, hold on. I think I just lost that for a second. Uh, based on their race or their gender for getting into college or getting hired for a job. And that's totally unfair. So uh, it, was a, it was a great success for us. Uh, we raised a lot of money for the club. And we, I think, uh, changed a lot of people's minds, too, about affirmative action on campus. But the national organization decided, uh, well, they saw that there were, oh, there were negative headlines written about us. And the, the left-wing media didn't like, uh, didn't like our events. So they said, oh, that's too controversial. We don't want to be associated with that. You guys need to be shut down. So I think it's just sort of a, it's, it's a real shame that uh, clubs like ours that uh, engage in real activism on campus uh, face this sort of punishment from national organizations that uh, they, they, I don't see what they're actually doing. I don't think they're doing a job of uh, supporting conservatism on campus. That's ridiculous. Um, conservatives should be united um, in every way. Obviously, we disagree on, on things individually, maybe, but uh, that, uh, that's absolutely absurd. Why do you think, like, um, is there anything else that you think maybe that that in their minds has um, led to this, like any like specifics? I mean, did this kind of come just out of the blue, this, you know, you're not allowed to be a chapter or were there stuff leading up to it? Yeah, there was, there was some stuff leading up to this. I mean, it honestly, it all comes back to a little bit of uh, sort of personal drama actually between uh, a former club member who's now a member of the uh, College Republican National Committee board, uh, a guy named Jack Pickett, who's their Western vice chair. He's a former member of the club. Uh, a couple years ago, he uh, he ran to be the club president. He lost to uh, my predecessor, a guy named Chevy Swanson, and uh, in, in he kind of threw a fit after he lost. He thought it was you know he he deserved he deserved to run it. He was his uh, he was right to be uh, the college Republicans chapter uh, chapter president, and uh, he he didn't take it well. So he spent the next year or two uh, coming up with various schemes to try, sort of take us down. He tried to create first a uh, Young Americans for Freedom chapter to compete with us on campus, but no one joined. They didn't really have any meetings, so it didn't work. And then he tried to just register, like at the time, uh, at the end of the year last year, where team people register for clubs. He just tried to register him and his friends as the college Republicans. And then we had to go through a whole fight with them and the university over proving who's the real college Republican and who's not. And we, we won that one again. And then, but all, all the while, he was also sort of working his way up the ranks in the uh, college Republicans organizations both at the state level, he got onto the, uh, the board for the state federation and then for the national committee, which is sort of weird that he's not actually a member of the college Republicans at his own school, but somehow he's allowed to be on all these boards. And then uh, and I guess this is, he's going into his senior year now too. So I guess this is sort of his final push or like coup to retake the uh, college Republicans from us. And the real disappointing thing is like, I, 
the, the titles and all this stuff doesn't really matter to me. I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I don't care who gets to say they ran the college Republicans. What I want is a solid conservative group of students on campus who are willing to engage in activism and basically show people that, you know, there's, there's more to it than just, there, there's not just leftism on campus, that there, there are conservatives and we're willing to put our, uh, our reputation on the line to stand up for what we believe in. And uh, I, my concern is that people like him are really just in it for a resume builder more than anything. They want to basically t- uh, check off the box. So then when they can go apply for jobs, whether it's in think tanks or congressional internships or things like that, they can just say, Oh, well, I ran the college of Republicans when I was in school. But if you don't actually do anything with it, what's the point is, is the way I look at it. Absolutely. If you, it, it doesn't matter if you say you ran it, but if they ask, you know, in a job interview, well, what did you do with it? And you're like, Oh, well, nothing but i was the president exactly (laughs) um it sounds like to me this is more like a kind of like democrat strategy right like tear down our own party from within or blackmail or find problems or destroy Mm -hmm. because we don't get what we want um it's kind of disturbing you know because america is kind of in a a weird place right now i think we could say you know president trump is i doing an incredible job but we have these democrats trying to bring him down and so we really don't need it on the college level um oh yeah why is it so important that um i'm a student as well so why is it so important that us college republicans and us conservative students um stay together and not allow things like this to divide us um you know people oftentimes older older folks will say you know they're just millennials or maybe uh a lot of our peers don't think that we make much of a difference why is it so important that we do stand up for what's right and that we do stick together to hopefully turn the tide? Well, I think, uh, like you said, uh, we're in a really interesting time here in America and uh, the left, they, they know how to win. They have they're, they're I think in a way they're better at strategy than us. And they know that even, I'm sure there is a lot of disagreement among people on the left, but they're, they're much better at sort of hanging together and avoiding this infighting that we always see happening among people on the right. And that, yeah, I'm sure many of us disagree on a lot, but we should we should realize that all the time we spend fighting each other over petty things like this is time not spent going after the left, not basically helping win the political battles we need to be fighting. So, I mean, I, I've heard a lot of people describe what we have going on as sort of like a political cold war almost going on in the country, and that we need to have a, a united front, so to speak, in the uh, in, in this fight that uh, if we spend all of our time basically attacking each other saying, Oh, well, they're too controversial. We can't let them, we can't let them be associated with us. We need to, we need to cast them out. They're not, they're not real Republicans. We don't, they don't, they're not with us or something like that. And that well, at the end of the day, that doesn't, that doesn't help us win. We need to, uh, we need to basically be united in our effort of both supporting president Trump and real conservatism basically. And, supporting the the America first positions that got President Trump elected and that are clearly very popular that uh, rather than spending time fighting with each other which should be we should be doing that and I think uh, it's 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 a real shame to see that uh, we uh, you see this constant infighting on our side for sure um, what uh, why do you think like in the Republican uh, party and kind of the conservative party there, it does seem like there's a little bit of uh, division kind of happening even within the broader party. Why do you think that is? Um, you know, we, we have the right ideas. We have what I think are the, the pure and the good ideas, like pro-life and um, just 
just our conservative values. Mm -hmm, absolutely. We're, uh, we're kind of allowing, why do you think these rifts are starting to form and how do you think that we can stop them? Well, I think my perspective on this is that it comes from a lot of the, uh, the leadership on our side is that they're not really necessarily who they say they are, is that we have a lot of people in the sort of Republican establishment who they, they claim to be Republicans and conservatives, but they're not really in it. They're, uh, they're the fake right or Republicans in name only, like a lot of people like to say. And that now when, uh, when the going gets tough, they, uh, they'd rather throw people under the bus to sort of win approval or virtue signal to the left and say, oh, no, we're the good ones. We're the good ones. You don't have to come after us. Take, get rid of the bad ones. Well, we're, we're with you on that. And they're not, they're not really conservative. They, uh, they don't actually really support anything that they, uh, even, even that they campaign on. And you can kind of see it though, from the really hardcore establishment Republicans who are in office. Well, what have they conserved? A lot of them have been off in office for years, if not decades, and conservatives consistently lose all the uh, important battles. And it's because we have faithless leaders in office, or not even in office, but in just sort of the uh, the institutions and political establishment. And uh, it's it's a battle between the real conservatives and the grassroots people like us, and the people in power who are. I, I mean, lack of a better term, they're the controlled opposition. They're, they're, put, in, they're put in position to lose. And I, I think uh, that, that was sort of the, the civil war we saw in 2016 in, in the Republican Party was sort of Trump versus the establishment, like Jeb Bush types. Is, we're all tired of it. We don't, we don't want more people like that uh, running for office and representing us because we, we figured them out. We know, they're not, we, know, we know they're not who they say they are. They're not really conservatives. And they're, they'll lose every time. And we need real American patriot conservatives to uh, start stepping up. And I think, uh, I, I think we're seeing a real, a real push for that to start happening here. Absolutely. And it's, um, it's encouraging when we see people like you um, that, that are the real conservatives. You can, it, you can really tell the difference, um, like kind of like you were saying, between the ones that really care, that really stand for conservative values, um, and then the ones that are kind of like, they kind of straddle the fence um and they just if you're conservative in my opinion you should be passionate about what you believe you should be willing to fight for it um and so many of our leaders anymore just they just kind of fall by the wayside uh, i saw something recently that said um you can't be a conservative and be pro-choice at the same time uh what are your thoughts on that i mean i i, I think it's true that at the uh, at the most fundamental levels, like if you're if you're willing to compromise on something as important as that, well, then can you really be trusted to not compromise on everything? I mean, that's such a such an important value to have is that human life is valuable and you, you, it should be protected at all costs. And that if if we start basically caving and just saying, well, you know, it's a it's a controversial stand to uh, to be pro life today. I mean, it is. In, like if you go come out publicly and say, "Well, I'm pro life," you, you'll probably lose some friends over it, and you'll you'll get a lot of negative flack. But what's the what's the alternative? Is to either cave on your principles, or maybe you don't even have any principles to begin with, and you'll just say whatever it takes to be popular. Either way, it's it's a terrible alternative. So no, I think I I I think I agree that to to really be a conservative, you have to be pro life. There's not really room for pro-choice conservatives. I, um, I agree with you and I agree with that statement as well. It's, um, if you're conservative, you're, you're, you should be all in. Um, obviously, there, there could be small, small issues that maybe you disagree with people on, but when it comes to pro-life, 
Um, we need every conservative we can get standing up for those babies. Um, and soon it'll be standing up for the elderly people um, once you agree that life can be ended after um, the after conception in, in the womb, whenever, once you agree that mm -hmm. uh, murder is okay, then what's stopping you from murdering anybody? Um, you know, we're just going to have a, we're, we're kind of in a, a real life purge here in America and I'm afraid it's just going to get worse. But if us conservatives can stick together, maybe we can turn that tide. Um, and speaking of changing things, tomorrow is um, election day and there's a lot of uh, local elections going on, nothing huge like the presidential election. Why is it so important for people to still vote for their, um, for in local elections? Well, I think uh, there's the old saying that uh, all politics are local. And I mean, I think it's, that is true that um, if you really care about making political change, you need to, you, you need to get involved at the local level. And that means involvement, uh, well, I mean, obviously volunteer with like your local party and things like that, but vote in the elections for sure. Like, uh, for instance, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of things on the ballot here in Washington. Like I said, we have the affirmative action initiative on the ballot. And uh, I think it's a, if you look at polling, it's a very unpopular thing. Most people don't like affirmative action because they know it's unfair. So you need to, people need to get out and vote. They need to uh, make their voices heard. And if there's, for instance, uh, state representative seats that are up in some states, I think, or uh, governor races, things like that, is we need to make sure we get real uh, conservative Republicans elected to any office we can. Because uh, the left ha already has a lot of institutional power, whether it's academia, the media, Hollywood, that kind of stuff. They're, they basically own that stuff. So we're, we need to take any advantage we can get. So that means we get, uh, get our guys in locally, then uh, we can work our way up from there. Definitely. Um, before we wrap up, tell us kind of where you're at with the college Republicans battle that you're facing. Um, where, what's, where are y'all at at this point? So uh, as of right now, today was the, uh, the deadline. So the university did officially unrecognize us as the college Republicans here at the University of Washington. But we've, uh, we have re-registered. We've just decided to drop college from our name because that's the whole uh, thing that the CRNC was all angry about is that we're using their name, college Republicans, with being a uh, illegitimate chapter in their words. So uh, we're going to be rebranding as the campus, University of Washington campus Republicans instead of college Republicans. So we can still, uh, we'll still be keeping all of our social media and things like that. We can still use the same acronym we've had all, all throughout. Uh, we'll still be able to have our meetings. We did lose our office space, which is very annoying. We, uh, we had an office in the uh, student union, and those are very hard to come by since there's so many clubs and so little space available. And I guess we've had that office for decades. And uh, we've lost that now. It'll be given over to the, what I would consider the fake club that'll be uh, taking our place as the legitimate college Republicans chapter here on campus. I, uh, I think it'll go very poorly for them. Uh, they, they don't really stand for all that much. I don't think they'll attract much in the way of membership. And uh, they also will not be able to keep me and my members from coming to their meetings and letting everyone know what we think. So uh, as soon as we know when and where their meetings are, we'll be, we'll be making sure we go to all of them. So that'll be a lot of fun. But uh, we'll continue doing all, all the same stuff we've been doing here on campus. And uh, if people are interested in uh, keeping up to date with what we have going on, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, college Republicans at the University of Washington uh, on Twitter, like you'd said, uh, at UW underscore CR. And uh, I believe we're on Instagram as well, uh, UW Republicans. So uh, those are great places to keep up with us. Awesome. And make sure you go and give them a follow so you can stay up to date with um, all of this that's unfolding. And um, hopefully this is the end of it, unfortunately, um, with the, uh, not the best ending, but at the same time, you guys are um, just really standing firm and 
you know, campus Republicans, that sounds pretty cool to me. So um, keep up the great work. Be sure to go give them a follow, stay up to date, um, be praying for these guys as they've got, um, you know, kind of a lot to, to going forward to just with the rebranding and whatnot. Um, and you can find us at www.newrightnetwork.com and follow on Twitter and all other social media at newrightnetwork.com. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks again. You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com.